Welcome to Running Wit from Fat to Finish Line. From Fat to Finish Line is a tribe of runners of all shapes and sizes who support each other in reaching their fitness, running, and weight loss goals. Here are your hosts. Hi, I'm Coach Rick Akey. And I'm Jen Rowe. Each week, we're going to bring you stories from the pavement or the treadmill about running for all shapes and sizes. And whether it's us sharing our personal victories and stumbles or just chatting with some of our favorite running friends. We're here to let you know the struggle is real and you're not alone. So stick around. You might just learn something. Welcome everyone back to another episode of the Running With From Fat To Finish Line podcast. I'm Coach Rick. Hi, and I'm Jen Rowe. And we're back again. Uh, It's great to be back. First off, let me just say, this idea of coming to you once a week uh, rather than once in a while, I think is pretty cool. What do you think, Jen? Oh, I'm super excited about it. I mean, I think just like in running, when you have a little momentum and consistency, great things happen. Oh my gosh, that is so good, Jen. Consistency is so key. So anything you're trying to do, being able to do it Uh, repeatedly is just going to get you better at it. So just like with recording these podcasts, with running, with cooking, with anything you're trying to do, I feel like if we can just keep this streak alive, uh, I think we're going to be in good shape and uh, the momentum is going to be with us. As we're recording this right now, we literally just got off of a live where we let everybody know that we're back. So now I'm also feeling just a little bit of external accountability to continuing to be back which I know you said you find really valuable. 100%. I mean, I'm, I need accountability. I need people to bounce stuff off of. So mm-hmm. I think that us, you know, when we say to the community, you guys, if you want momentum and you want to keep going and you want to reach your goals, you should find your people, find your tribe and be mm-hmm. accountable. Well, that's mm-hmm. the same for us. <laughs> so Yeah, absolutely. We're all part of the tribe, too, and I can certainly do with a little external accountability myself. So last week, we were talking about um, starting over uh, because we were essentially rebooting the podcast, and it seemed like that might actually be a good topic for us to talk about this week, uh, this idea of starting over in your running journey, because I feel like you and I are at a similar spot, and there's a certain starting over element to the whole thing. Yes, I mean, I think that, you know, I feel personally like I'm starting over on a lot of things right now. I'm starting over uh, trying to get a running habit back up and running, mm-hmm. so speak. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. I'm yep. trying to start over with a weight loss journey because I've been struggling with that. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm starting over as far as tr- trying to figure out what kind of new goals I need to set for myself because we're in kind of a new time and a new place and in unexpected uh, and uncharted waters. So I think there's a lot of starting over. I think there's lots of starting over and I think there's lots of starting anew on stuff. I'm kind of in a similar place on this whole starting over concept. A couple things that you mentioned uh, are on my list of starting overs as well. Uh, So about, let's see, what would this be? About seven or eight months ago, I had a pretty significant running injury. I had a a real bout of Achilles tendonitis, and that took me off the road for about six months. So starting over again as a runner, there was some weight gain that came along with that, which I'm not super happy about. I'm about 15 pounds heavier than I would like to be as we record this. So starting over on that when I thought that that was a done deal, just uh, this idea of starting over, I 
feels like it's just been sort of all around us with what's going on in the world as well. After the, uh, the virus came through and a lot of uh, economies and employers shut down, there's a lot of talk about how do we restart that? How do we restart right. the economy? How do we restart our jobs? And how do we restart social events? So it seems like a really timely topic. Yeah, and if you said you're dealing with this weight gain, and that's kind mm-hmm. of unexpected because you thought you had that done. And yeah. what, that really just hit home for me because I think that for myself and for a lot of people, I thought my weight loss was done. I thought I, mm-hmm. I, I nailed this. I had it. I thought my running was done. I'd run marathons. What are you kidding me? So yeah. I think that there's a real importance in being humble enough to understand that it's okay to start over and don't ever feel like because there's been setbacks, whether it's emotional setback or a pa- an external thing like a pandemic setback or right, a, a yeah. physical injury that having to start over or I like to say start anew isn't uh, you know, that's not a shameful thing. This is nothing to beat yourself up over. In fact, what it made me think of while you were saying this was mm-hmm. how many times does a business go into business? Blockbuster went into business and thought they had this figured out. People are going yep. to want to watch movies forever. They did not count on technology changing. And the reason why Blockbuster failed was because they were so stuck in the way they thought that they didn't know how to pivot. So I think that if we look at you know, each of us individually, like we're little businesses. It's not mm-hmm. about that we failed. It's about now we have to pivot, right? I think that Reinvent maybe that yourself. might be a healthy way of looking at it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think that uh, you could look at yourself as uh, uh, an ongoing concern. The, the goal here is to is to keep this going, to keep it viable. And so basically you have two options here. You either have to accept where you are or you have to accept responsibility for going somewhere else. So, hey, if you're good where you are, terrific. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Wherever it is you are, wherever you are in terms of your fitness, wherever you are in terms of your overall health, your your weight, your activity level, if you're happy with where you're at, regardless of where that is, I don't know that we actually have a whole lot to offer you on this conversation today. But on the other hand, if you are not satisfied with where you are, then taking responsibility for taking some action is on you. And we're going to give you some thoughts today to help you with that. The only way that this doesn't work is if you are unhappy with where you are, yet you stay where you are. That I would consider to be a bad situation. I agree. And I would say, like, even if you're happy where you are in running, say, that doesn't mean you should tune out because I bet you there's some place in your life or in your world where you can apply these kind of um, techniques and thoughts because what it all comes down to is really uh, finding different ways to approach things, right? So whether it's Mm -hmm. running or weight loss or uh, getting a new job or painting your house and not being motivated to do that. This is just really tips of getting started and getting going and, and going in the direction you want to go in. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So let me, uh, let me suggest the first thing that I'd like to have people do, and I had to do it myself, Jen, I know you had to do it yourself, is to get a really solid understanding of where you currently are and then make your peace with where you are because beating yourself up about where you are doesn't change where you are. It just makes you feel like crap about mm-hmm. where you are. 
And so that's not helpful. That's just going to set you back. So if you are coming back from an injury, if you've put on a little weight, uh, if you've put on the COVID-15 during COVID-19 like I have, um, beating yourself up about it doesn't make the scale move. It doesn't change your fitness level. It probably will just further sap your motivation to make a change. So honor where you are would be the first thing I would say. What do you think about that? No, I think that's really amazing uh, point. And I think not only just honor yourself from, for where you are, but love yourself where you are. Because I think, mm. you know, it's easy to say, well, this is where I am and kind of still be like kind of, you know, a puss face about it. But the thing <laughs> is, and I know it's work because I can say it all I want. And then I look in the mirror and my first, you know, knee jerk reaction is like, Ugh, I can't, believe, you know. But so it's work. You have to physically work at changing your thoughts about how you feel about the current situation. And you Mm -hmm. said something in the live that I think is really um, important about this is whatever it is right now, whether it's the weight or how far you can run or how fast you can run, all of it right now is not a judgment. All that Mm -hmm. is is data. There's no judgment on the weight. There's no judgment on how far you could go. There's no judgment on how fast you can go. This is raw data that goes into computer and then you look at it and you figure out how you move that i'm sorry i know that was a really bit my bad no, impression really actually, of data going no, to I've, computer i, I actually know. really want you to do the data noise again that was fantastic that was a that was like a jetsons uh, kind of era uh, computer. Yeah, do, do, do. yeah that was like the jetson data i don't know that's how i imagine data sounds like going into a computer but in any case now. yeah <laughs> but so any the case, data goes in and it's just yeah. it's just objective there's no there's nothing, uh, there's no emotion uh, tied, tied to a number. The, the speed that you can move, the amount of weight that you carry, uh, the number of calories you put into your body, the amount of, the number of hours of sleep you get, those by themselves are objective, uh, completely passionless bits of data that you can use to assess your situation. Now, you might be tempted to assess some emotion on those points and I would urge caution here because uh, you could simply set yourself back by being too hard on yourself. Again, you are where you are. So we're going to feed all of that data into Jen's computer. Let me do it. And then what happens, Jen? Well, then once you have all that data, you could stand back and look at it and be like, okay, where am I? And how can I meet myself where I am? If your data shows that you are up 40 pounds and you haven't run in six months and when you go out there and start running after a few minutes you start to feel super fatigued then your first goal should not be to run a marathon in three weeks so Mm -hmm. I think then you take that and you look at each line and you figure out how you can move the data towards a place you want to see it go if you want to lose Mm -hmm. weight what can you do to move that line if you want to run a little further how do you move that line so i think it's looking at each thing individually and then seeing what you can do and i also would say you might not want to do all of it at once so if you're don't worry about losing 40 pounds right now and also worrying about and also worry about running a little further focus on one thing in you know in the big picture i mean i i say definitely keep an eye out maybe eat a little healthier maybe not have you know 
the entire gallon of ice cream if you're out. But I wouldn't get so <laughs> hung up on trying to change everything at once because I think... Oh, you can't anyway. No, people tend to... I try to do that all the time. I'm going to yeah. not drink alcohol anymore and I'm not going to eat anything bad and I'm not going to eat past seven. And I'm going to run three miles every day and I'm going to meditate for an hour. And I put all of these great lofty goals down on a paper and then I mm -hmm. feel overwhelmed and I don't do shit. So I think that it's really important to maybe identify one or two habits that mm -hmm. you feel like you could start working on and then build upon that, move on to the next yeah. one. So that would be the second point I would suggest. So uh, now we've gathered up all the data that says, here's where we are. The next decision to make, the next thing to think about critically is, where do I want to go? Now, you could start with a brainstorming exercise just like Jen did. I would like to weigh less, I would like to smoke less, I would like to exercise more, I would like to get up earlier. Make yourself a big list, that's fine. Think about it like this, if you bought an old house that needed a ton of remodeling, right? You need to replace the kitchen, you need to update the bathroom, you wanna put some tile in the entryway, it needs a fresh coat of paint, uh, you wanna put new windows in. You wouldn't start on all those projects at once. Well, I mean, I'm not saying you couldn't, I'm just not saying it's a good idea. So choose from that list the thing that gets you most excited um, and or the one that you think could be the most uh, readily achievable so that you can focus on one thing, make progress toward that one thing, and hopefully experience success on that one thing. Uh, and then later, you can always go back to the list and pick another goal to focus on. But definitely set some goals, then select one and put together a plan to move you in the direction of solving that one goal. Yeah, Jen, I think there's, yeah, I think there's something to be said about that kind of focus because to your point with the analogy of the house, I am that person. I am every, I am that person who'll say, I have to paint, I gotta get this, I gotta do that. And I will start all of the projects all at the same mm -hmm. time and I will have a lot of half-assed projects never finished because mm -hmm. I am super guilty of that. And I guess that's kind of how it's been spilling over into my personal physical goals and whatever because I start 500 things at once with the best of intentions by the way it's because you know I think mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. really common because when we're all hyped up and super motivated we want to do it all you know and we could do it all yep. and we could do it now and then mm -hmm. it just doesn't work I think it's best like you say to like focus on what you can focus on one or two things maybe I like your idea of something you think is the most readily achievable, and that's probably great for momentum and uh, motivation mm -hmm. and feeling like a sense of accomplishment. But whatever it yeah, is, uh, I, I think you're better off doing something with your whole ass than 10 things with half ass, right? Which absolutely. I am great at half assing shit. Oh my gosh, yes. If you ever watch Parks and Recreation, uh, Ron Swanson is my spirit animal, and one of his best quotes is never half ass two things whole ass one thing yes okay well i have not watched that show but based on that quote alone i think it might have to go into my netflix uh queue yeah oh my gosh high recommendation on that so and uh maybe uh, maybe put the stationary bike in front of the tv i don't want to give people another reason to not uh be active but oh my goodness good show okay uh, let's get back on topic here. So selecting a goal, yes, to your point, having an early win to build some momentum. So if you haven't had a win in a while 
and you're feeling like maybe I'm not going to have one. Maybe I'm not destined for a comeback. Maybe this part of my life is over. These are all in fact thoughts that went through my head during the six month layoff while uh, I was trying to recover from that injury. Uh, there were thoughts in my mind that were not productive about maybe I'm just not a runner anymore. I'll tell you, the first time I went back outside to run, and six months had gone by since I had run outdoors, I did my very best to go outside with my shoes with no expectations, with no watch on, and just run at a comfortable pace to see how much I could do simply to collect that data point. It didn't matter how fast I went or how far I went. It only mattered that I collected that information so I knew where I was starting from. And that by itself, I have to say, was that first early victory that I really needed. It proved to me that yes, I am still a runner. Yes, I still have some amount of fitness available to me to build from. And that allowed me to then move on to more challenging goals. So that's where I would start. Figure out where that low hanging fruit is and go after it. And be patient with yourself as you get started. Yes, and uh, be patient, also be loving about it. Like, again, uh, I can't say it enough, no judgment on that. You know, no stress, no hatred. Get your thoughts around that right. You know, instead of saying, I can't believe I'm not here, thank yourself, say thank you, self. If it was me, I'd say thank you, Jen, for being mm -hmm. brave enough to get out there again when you don't feel like doing this, when you feel out of shape and you feel kind of crappy about it thank you for caring about yourself enough to do this and you rock and I know it sounds very corny but I think it's really important to say those things out loud whether it's writing it in a journal or or in your head because the minute the negative thoughts start to invade you're 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 just setting yourself back it's not helpful oh yeah yeah and if you're not if you're telling yourself constantly that whatever you just did isn't good enough you're demotivating yourself and there's already enough headwinds uh, coming back from an injury coming back from some kind of a setback adding to that is not going to help propel you forward i love the yes corny idea of complimenting yourself of thanking yourself journaling it writing it down sharing it with someone that you care about and being proud of yourself you could look at it one of two ways i can't believe i'm only able to run for three minutes or, hey, check me out, I'm able to run for three minutes. It's the same data point with different feelings attached to it. So you're starting from being able to run for, for three minutes. Your choices are beat yourself up about it or use it as a starting point. Which one of those do you think might be more productive for you? Okay, so now we've collected data, we've set a goal, we've chosen uh, how we're gonna go about this, what do you think we need to do next, Jen? Um, I think we need to then turn to other people for some accountability. If it was me and I've yeah. uh, collected the data and I've set a goal, then for me, I, I like to reach out. Um, I would go into the From Fat to Finish Line community or I would turn to uh, a friend in a local running club. Whatever it was, I would say, hey, this is where I'm at. Is I'm starting over and I need some help. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I, I think that's a great idea. Um, if you are the sort of person that's internally motivated where you can do this yourself, more power to you. I think the vast majority of people uh, do well with some external accountability and some external support. 
uh, I myself, as I rebooted this uh, running journey, reached out to one of my oldest and dearest running friends and shared where I was at, shared my concerns, and I got a dose of uh, motherly advice. She's a new mom uh, about how I need to get back out there and do it for myself and she'll be there to support me. And gosh, that was all I really needed. Here's somebody that I really wanted not to disappoint. And so that was very much in my mind as I got back out to get started. And I check in with her on a regular basis. As we're distanced right now, not able to get together, I check in with her uh, to share my progress and she does the same. She shares her progress with me and that mutual accountability, uh, mutual building up of one another has been immensely, immensely helpful. So there's the, there's the next thing I think we would offer you as you get rebooted here. Connect with or find people who you trust, people whose opinion you value, people who are on a similar journey to yours and hug those people tight either literally or, you know, socially distanced, whichever, and keep yourself moving forward that way so you're not in this by yourself. Yeah, because I would say even like with the From Fat to Finish Line group and what's wonderful about that is I know that even during my own setbacks, I could go into that group and say, God, you know, hi, tribe, I've been struggling, but I'm really proud of myself because I set a goal and um, I'm going to go run a mile later today, say. And mm-hmm. I'll have 50 people who will be like, good luck, good luck, come back, let us know, blah, blah, blah. And because I know I have a tribe behind me, you know, sometimes it takes a village to raise a runner, and there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that, you know? And there are days where I don't need to tell anybody I'm going for a run. There's months I don't need to. But when you need it, take it. Because then when you do go for that run, a lot of times I'll be a little on the fence, but because I've thrown it out there, just like when Angela Lee and I said this on the live before, when Angela Lee put out that 5K, like the, the coronavirus 5K a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. um, I said it out loud and I said in the group, like, I'm going to do this. And I like I I don't remember. I can't tell you percentages, but I'd say a really good percentage of the reason why I actually followed through on that was because I said I would. And I wanted sure, to go yeah. back and be able to put my picture. And even though I didn't really want to do it, maybe 100 percent, there was enough of me who wanted to do it. And then the further motivation of having that accountability and knowing that wasn't just accountability. Like we're the from fat to finish line tribe. We are not going to beat you up if you don't go for your run. But we're going to applause the hell out of you when you do. We're going to mm-hmm. high five you and we're going to love that running picture that you put in there. And And, you know, sometimes, you know. As much as getting the kick in the butt, it's getting the hug, like you said, at the end of the day. And there's nothing, there's nothing weak or reliant or um, lazy about finding those people. Let me make this point. You still have to go do the run yourself. No one's going to do that for you. It requires you to put on your shoes and step outside or onto your treadmill and put one foot in front of the other. You have to do the exact same physical amount of work whether you have that support system or not, we're talking about making this a little bit mentally or emotionally easier. We're removing a barrier to allow you to get the physical work done, but make no doubt about it, the physical work itself does not change and you are doing that for yourself. So don't minimize your accomplishments simply because you reached out to have other people in your corner. You still did all of the work. So now I think what I would do, given all of this, I have uh, my data, I have Mm -hmm. a plan, Mm -hmm. I have accountability. The last piece for me, 
I would just really make this new and I would make it exciting. So what was new and exciting for me when I first started running, getting a new pair of running shoes, going, oh, yeah. uh, getting a new running outfit, uh, mm-hmm. creating a new playlist. I would mm-hmm. have to, for me personally, I need to get reinvigorated. I have to get jazzed yeah. up because if the I old me is not running in those shoes anymore and the old me isn't running to like have hasn't run to that playlist for a while it's like i want to feel like this is a new day it's a new journey and mm-hmm. it deserves the respect of that now not everybody needs that if you love your running playlist and you know the songs you like and you love those running shoes and they're perfectly fine the way they are do it but for me if i'm doing a new journey i want like kind of new stuff if i can swing it you sure. know what i mean even yeah, like yeah. i said if it's a new song or a new rotation of the songs but i want yeah. it to feel a little bit jazzed up if you will i really like that um a couple of points i would make about that uh yeah if if that gets you excited if getting a new pair of running shoes gets you excited uh and you have the means i absolutely recommend that i have to tell you new running shoe day is one of my very favorite days when i leave the <laughs> shoe store and i'm carrying that box of shoes i am fantasizing about all the places those shoes are going to take me over their lifespan i'm very much looking forward i and in no way am i looking back if i have a new playlist i get excited about that because i've just so much of my life is music i start associating songs with specific workouts or running in a particular place or with a particular person or a particular situation and I get excited about making those new connections. I would also say though if you've had a layoff and you just haven't dug your running shoes out in a while or your playlist out in a while those things can be new again simply because you haven't interacted with them in a while. I'm going to give you one more thing that I would I would add to that new to make it new and that is find yourself a new motivational phrase or a new reason why why are you doing this now there might have been a reason why you did it before almost certainly there was maybe you remember what that was take a look at that statement does it seem like it still applies or does it seem like it's associated with the you of the past if it's that second one i suggest in addition to the new shoes and the new playlist how about a new why statement a new reason why i'm going to go and do this Uh, Spend some time thinking about that. Uh, Honor the stage of life that you're in. I ran the fastest marathon I was ever going to run in my whole life about seven years ago. I'm never going to run that fast again, and that's okay. I'm on to a different stage of life, and so I have different reasons for lacing up my shoes now than I did back then. I suggest spending some time connecting with a brand new why statement can be just as motivating as a new pair of shoes or a new playlist. A hundred percent. Even maybe, I think actually way more important because the sneakers are going to get old in a week and the playlist is going to get old in a few days. The why, I'm sorry about that. The why is what will keep you going because I really yeah, do believe yeah. that, you know, um, I'm just going to say this again because I was a little far from my microphone, but (laughs) but I will say that, you know, for me, the why is almost more important because the sneakers are going to get old. The playlist is going to get played out, but your Mm -hmm. why is what's going to keep you going. Mm -hmm. Yep. So find the new why to go along with the new shoes, with the new playlist, with the new running route, with the new running partner, with the new community, with the new training plan, whatever else new, have that why at the forefront of your mind as you lace up. And it should be something that's so exciting, so motivating, that you can't help but get out there and chase after your goal and rebuild. Hey, I think we've put together a pretty good plan here for a comeback. What do you think? I'm ready for my comeback. 
Awesome, awesome. Okay, well then I think let's leave it there for today. So I encourage you all, uh, get out there and restart. If you need a restart, follow our plan. Hey, and let us know how your restart's coming along. Interact with us on Facebook or Instagram. Tell us about your restart and let us know how we can support you. Okay, guys, thanks everybody for joining us. Yeah, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And we'll, of course, be back with you again next week because, hey, that's what we do around here right now. We are back here next week. But for today, I'm Coach Rick. And I'm Jen. And run strong, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Running With from Fat to Finish Line. If you haven't seen the documentary, watch it now on iTunes, Amazon Prime, or your favorite streaming service. Join our tribe at facebook.com forward slash fat to finish. And if you're interested in starting your own running journey, download our free Run Your First Mile program at www.fattofinish.com forward slash train. 